Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year, and then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012, and today's date is Monday, December 19th, 2016. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording from Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin, and just down the 101 from AT&T Park, the home of the San Francisco Giants. Now, the Giants are safely, and I'm going to say as close to permanently, affixed in San Francisco in China Basin. At one point, and several points actually, the Giants threatened to move from San Francisco because they played in one of the worst parks in baseball, that was Candlestick Park. I have wonderful memories of going to Candlestick Park during my high school days and seeing some great ball games in Candlestick and some memorable football games as well. But let us not kid ourselves. Candlestick Park was a terrible place to watch baseball. It was an inconvenient place to drive in and out of. It was a cold place. It was nasty. There is a reason why the Giants tried to move in the late 70s to Toronto and in the early 1990s to Tampa Bay, Florida. Because Candlestick stunk. And they had several stadium proposals, many of them in the spot where the AT&T Park currently exists. Could you imagine if the Giants management had the imagination to put the stadium at China Basin back in the late 1950s instead of waiting till 2000, how the history of San Francisco baseball would have been different. As it was, they moved to Seals Stadium, which is the minor league stadium, the home of the San Francisco Seals, that was you know, the home of the Seals, and all the great players came through there. And the Giants initially played there for the first few years before they picked the worst place to put a ballpark in the entire San Francisco Bay Area, and that was Candlestick Point. But, and of course there was going to be the proposal for a stadium that was going to be, I think it was pretty much where the new, where AT&T Park is now, that was on the ballot in 1989. It would have looked a lot like Kauffman Stadium, the home of the Royals. But the earthquake hit in 1989, shortly before the uh, election, and the ballot measure was defeated because money needed to be spent elsewhere. In the end, they got AT&T Park, built it privately, and with that, holy cow, it is the best new stadium in baseball. I think it's the best stadium in baseball. I'm not going to I'm not going to mince words there. I believe AT&T Park is the best stadium in baseball. But I said it. I said it before. I'm, I'll say it again. Now, I've talked about the fact that I don't believe the Bay Area is a two baseball team region. I love the Giants, and I love the A's. I'm a Red Sox fan, but my national team is the Giants, and I have a, have a tremendous amount of affection for the A's. The A's should never have moved here. 
I've made that clear. They, you know, Charlie Finley were dangling the A's all over creation, and he picked the wrong spot. Now, he probably should have just stayed in Kansas City. But he didn't, and he couldn't move to Atlanta, tried to move to Dallas, tried to move to Louisville, tried to look at San Diego, looked at Seattle, and landed a deal that got him to Oakland, where there was already a team. And right from the beginning, it was a situation where the stadium stunk, they had to share the market, it didn't work from the start. Should not have moved here. There were a lot of places. And they could have moved later to Denver and some other places, and they didn't. So they're here now. And I love going to A's games. And I'd love to see the A's do well. This is not about me personally disliking a team. They should never have moved here. And the Coliseum has been an issue since the mid-70s when the A's were winning the World Series every year. I've done a lot of research for a book project I'm writing about the 1972 postseason. And back then, the Coliseum was looked upon as a deterrent. It was cold. It was ugly. It was this concrete donut. They had trouble filling the joint. I was there. I've been there for the absolute glory time of the A's, which was the late 80s, early 90s. I saw a ton of games there. I didn't like that team. I don't tend to like La Russa teams. Have you noticed that? But I was there, and the place was packed. And that's probably the only time in its history that it was packed. When they were winning the division and making the postseason during the money ball, the first wave of money ball, the second wave of money ball. It was easy to get tickets. And I was there for some nights where the place was rocking, the place was great. But, alas, the stadium is the issue right now. Now, you could say that maybe no matter how big the stadium is or how good the stadium is, that there, this may not be a region that can support two teams. You can probably make that argument. But at this point, where are you going to move them to? I believe, and I've said this before, I think baseball needs to expand by two teams. This is the longest we've ever had without an expansion since the first one. Make it 32 markets. You don't have to have an interleague game every day. And there are several markets that could support a team. But you've got to fix this problem in Oakland first. Are you going to move them to Montreal? Are you going to move them to Charlotte? Are you going to move them to one of the other cities? This I don't know. And I'm going to be covering some of the markets that I think could support a baseball team in a later episode. But I digress at this moment. A story came about that I find bizarre. Because the A's could potentially work here. They need a stadium and they need to lock into the Silicon Valley uh, culture. Now, it made all the sense in the world to move them to San Jose, but we all know the Giants have the rights to San Jose, and they'll never relinquish it. Fine. So that means they got to stay in the East Bay. And I believe there's two things need to happen, and you can possibly come up with a solution that could have the A's survive here in the San Francisco Bay Area. The first is to have the Raiders move. Move to Las Vegas. Las Vegas wants you. Las Vegas has the room to build a stadium. And if you're an Oakland Raiders fan, how many games a year do you go to? Two? Three? 
tops? I don't know. Maybe there's some people who go to all eight games. Flights from Oakland to Las Vegas are cheap. You could still go, yeah, three or four times a year you fly to Las Vegas. You see your Raiders. The most of the time you watch them on TV. Boom. It's really like they haven't left. It's really like they haven't left if you're an Oakland Raider fan, if they go to Las Vegas. Las Vegas will put up this incredible new stadium. And they'll have, you know, they'll bring the Super Bowl to Las Vegas because, you know, I know some people will object to that because you'd hate to see the Super Bowl become ostentatious. You'd hate to see that become a big money grab. But you know what? It kind of sort of is. So it kind of is perfect in Las Vegas. That's step one. To me, that makes all the sense in the world. They're already going to have an NHL team. They're probably going to play, what, in the Thomas and Mack Center before they build the Siegfried and Roy Arena or some other crap like that. Build a new stadium. There, I mean, I've been to Las Vegas. There's a lot of room to build, and they build pretty fast. They could build an incredible football stadium the, the length of a solid baseball daily podcast probably. Move the Raiders to there. They'll be a sensation. Not for the, the locals of Las Vegas. Because, I mean, it would be a sensation for all the conventions that go through there. For all the people that go through there. It will become, you can attach it to a hotel. You probably couldn't put a casino there. But, you know, they have the NFL go through there. And you play the Pro Bowl there once in a while. You play the Super Bowl there once in a while. There'll be so much money being there to have to invent new kinds of money and new denominations for all the money that can be made there. Fine. And what that'll do is that would leave the Oakland Coliseum and its sewage-filled clubhouse to the A's. There is so much room in the Oakland Coliseum parking lot that you could build a baseball-only stadium and... Like I said in my Shea Stadium piece, you're building in the parking lot. You don't have to create phony bullshit walls and things jutting out. It could be a stadium of the future. It's the stadium of the Silicon Valley. All the new tech. It could be all the high-tech things. It could be the George Jetson Stadium. How about that for a timely reference of the future? Build that in the parking lot. Knock down the Oakland Coliseum. Probably by then, I don't know really what's happening with the Warriors, but they'll probably move across the bay to San Francisco. So that whole part will be there for the A's. Used, what, 80-some-odd games a year for the A's? Maybe some other activity or something. I made the podcast where I said, why don't you build a, maybe you have it be a, a stadium that could be collapsible in the offseason. I don't know, but do something fun, new, and eye-catching because you already have across the bay the... Uh, you know, a tradition-filled, old-time stadium that fits perfectly into the neighborhood. You have a right field that's a little bit, it has a jutting out wall, but that's because there's water on the other side of it. And boats, don't try to replicate that. Do something different. Give us a different baseball experience. And one that maybe you can build hotels and things like that in that area, and our convention center, and people coming in, and you bring them to A's games, you make money and all this crap. Those are the two things that have to happen to make the A's work in Oakland. And mind you, lest we forget, there's been talk of the A's leaving Oakland. But the Reds.
Raiders have left. The last time the Raiders won the Super Bowl was, now I don't know what they're going to do this year. Apparently they're having a good year. I don't really follow the NFL. Last time they were in the Super Bowl was a few years ago. I remember they lost to Tampa Bay. But last time they won the Super Bowl was in the mid-80s, and they were playing in L.A. Lest we forget, they spent about a decade and a half as the Los Angeles Raiders. And with that, that's the reason why we have the A's. Things don't happen in a vacuum. The Raiders left town, and Oakland couldn't bear seeing both of their major franchises in the Coliseum skedaddle at the same time because the A's were about to get the hell out of Dodge and move to Denver and play in Mile High Stadium. But Raiders got out. They moved to the L.A. Coliseum, hoping to eventually build a new stadium in L.A. And panicked. They made the deal to keep the A's in Oakland. So the A's, despite their bitching and moaning, haven't left. The Raiders have. And then when the Raiders returned, the team that did leave, the, the Coliseum was built and basically ruined. It was never a beautiful place to see a game, but it wasn't bad with center field and the little grassy area and the handheld, the hand-operated scoreboard. At least we didn't realize it wasn't bad until we saw the aircraft carrier that was parked in center field of the Oakland Coliseum, which is the biggest, ugliest eyesore in any sport ever. Mount Davis ruined the baseball stadium, made it an unpleasant place to see a game, changed the dynamic of the stadium, and they did it to bend over backwards for the damn Raiders, the team that skipped town. Oh, come back, come back. It's like a dysfunctional relationship where you, they, they, you'll do anything, you'll bend over backwards to the person who's being, you know, emotionally... Uh, playing with your emotions and ruining the A's stadium to make room for the Raiders, the team that skedaddled. And what do I see in the news that came out just um, sometime last week when I was posting my podcast that I did from, from New York City? Going to CNBC, Brian Beers writes, Oakland approves preliminary $1.3 billion stadium plan to head off Sin City move. I'll read part of this article. Plan to build a $1.3 billion stadium to keep the Oakland Raiders from moving to Las Vegas has received preliminary approval by the city, Oakland City Council and the Alameda Board of Supervisors. And there's all sorts of things. The city will invest this and this, this group will invest that. And says, Raiders owner Mark Davis, Al's son, has already received approval from the city of Las Vegas on a $1.9 billion project with the majority of the funding secured from a hotel and tax billionaire, Sheldon Adelson. Um, and, and there you go. Now, I was unaware that a city like Oakland has $1.9 billion or whatever it is in the sofa cushions to build a new stadium. Okay, maybe they're not spending that much. Maybe they're spending 300, 400 million. That's a lot of money that probably should be spent on paving streets. 
making sure firefighters and police officers and infrastructure and teachers are all paid. Slightly more important than a football stadium that's going to be that you're going to have eight regular season games, what, three or four preseason games, and maybe a college bowl game played there. And maybe the occasional college football game, like, oh, Cal's going to play this team. They're going to play it in this stadium. But once again, they're bending over backwards for the damn Raiders. And for the A's, it's a wait a minute. Tell them to go pound sand. Tell them to go F themselves. They left in the 80s. They're starting to leave again now. Oh, what can we do? What can we do? I don't know. Break up with them. Seriously. Why do the Raiders get this sort of attention? Why do the Raiders? I mean, you can't tell me it's because of money. Oh, they'll bring in so much revenue. What? 11 days out of the year? And I've seen that. I'm here in the Bay Area. Enough Raider games have been blacked out over the years. It's not like people are falling over themselves to get to Raider games. Now, I'm sure it's better this year because they're a better team. But what is the hold of the Raiders in this community? Why? Because John Madden did a great job with them in the 70s? Well, Reggie Jackson and Dick Williams and Raleigh Fingers and Vita Blue and, and, and Gene Tennis and, and Catfish Hunter did a great job with the A's. The A's have stuck around and put some good products on the field along the way. Now, granted, they haven't broken any box office records along the way. You can make a hell of a better argument of a baseball stadium being a a positive investment because at least, you know, between the 82 home games and other things here and there that you could do at the stadium, at least a third of the days out of the year, you can use it and do something there. You can't do that with a football stadium. Football stadiums are used, what, 20 times a year? We're going to have concerts there. They, at the most you get are four or five concerts. Seriously. You won't use, the amount of days you use a football stadium will be less than a month. Go look at the schedules. Go look at how often it's used. We can only have so many USA versus Peru foot, you know, soccer games played there. There's only so many times you could do the, the, the Mazda Kleenex Bowl on December 19th or whatever BS bowl game you want to play there. Most of the time, a stadium sits there empty. Empty. Now, I've said, and this, I've said this about baseball stadiums, I don't like public money being spent on baseball stadiums or any sports stadiums. They aren't public works. They aren't. Spend that money on stuff that is for the public, you know, like schools and roads and cops and firefighters and EMTs and and the people fixing the power lines, you know. Put some people who work on, on, on building a better bus stop and infrastructure, and bus lines, and public transportation. Not a palace to play eight football games a year in. 
or, for that matter, 82 baseball games. I've been consistent on that. The economic research shows that the windfall of money that comes about from building a stadium is a fluke in a couple of regions and most of the time doesn't exist. There are enough Silicon Valley companies to put up the money to build a baseball stadium in that parking lot. But to bend over backwards for the Raiders is just, it shows a dysfunctional relationship that the city of Oakland has with this football team that has jerked them around. And I'll tell you something, and A's fans may not want to hear this, but if I were the owner of the A's, and I'm not, and I saw that the city of Oakland and the supervisors of Alameda County and everybody was like, what are we going to do to save the Raiders? What are we going to do to save the Raiders? Do what I do? I'd get right on the horn to every market that wants a Major League Baseball team and say, let's talk. Let's talk, Charlotte. Let's talk, San Antonio. Let's talk, Montreal. Let's talk, Portland. Let's talk, Albuquerque. Let's talk, Las Vegas. Let's talk, who wants a damn team. Because clearly, the city of Oakland doesn't want the A's. They want the Raiders. They've always wanted the Raiders. And if that's the case, then correct the mistake that Charlie Finley made back in the late 1960s when he picked Oakland. They had a great run. Four World Series titles, six pennants, playoff appearances in, this, in 71, 72, 73, 74, 75, 81, 88, 89, 90, 92, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2006, 2012, 2013, and 2014. Some great memories and a Brad Pitt film. But the city of Oakland has made their pick. Like an episode of The Bachelor, they've given the rose to the Raiders. Don't be spurned. A's. Look around, find a new partner. They probably should have remained the Kansas City A's. They probably should have become the Denver A's. They maybe should have become the Dallas or the whatever A's, but it's too late for that. So go find a new home if this is the way they want to treat you. If this were a friend of mine in a relationship and said, I can't believe they're, they're dumping me to... He's dumping me to get back together without, I would say, just get out of it. Get out of it. It's a dysfunctional relationship. And if they're going to bend over backwards for the Raiders, it's time for you to go. And I'm sorry, all my friends in the, in the East Bay. That's how I feel. And do you know what? You can remain a fan of the A's, even when they're gone. I've remained a Red Sox fan all these years. And it could be a way to raise a middle finger to the Giants and their fans saying, no, no, I'll never adopt your team. But the fact of the matter is, the city hasn't adopted them either. 
So go to SullyBaseball.com, like me on Facebook, so I have an iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram. I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. This has been the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for what the hell day is it? Is it the Monday, the 19th day of December 2016? That sounds good to me. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.